Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I've got to open my notes. What have I written down? What are we talking about this episode? Um, I haven't got a sponsor yet. I want a sponsor, and I want it to be Anusol. I got a lot of response. A lot of people liked the fact that Anusol could be a sponsor of this podcast. Um, for those people under the age of eighteen, Anusol is hemorrhoid cream. You will learn that soon. Will you? Does everyone get hemorrhoids? I feel like a lot of people get hemorrhoids, but it's the unspokenness. You don't talk about it. But suddenly, like, I talked about it and everyone's like, oh my God, yay, I can relate to that. Can you though? I thought hemorrhoids wasn't a common thing. Um, My name's Christian Hull. This is Complete Drivel. Bloody McBlarrington. Is anyone, did anyone listen to um, the podcast uh, Finding Ri- Missing Richard Simmons? I've got, still got the last episode to go, but I don't want to do it because I got, it's, they don't, I don't think they find him because it would be a big news story if they did. And I, I'm i just disappointed. Great podcast, though. Missing Richard Simmons. Go and listen. It's only six episodes. Um, let me go into my notes here. I just want to make sure I'm not on air. Am I on air? Um, doesn't look like I'm on air. Okay, great. For those of you that don't know, I work in a radio station and I record these inside of a live radio studio that has stuff going to air, but I do it on a different program channel. So you have the on-air program channel, which is currently playing all the songs, and then you have the off-air channel, which is where I record the podcast. Now, sometimes, and very easily, you can record the podcast live to air, which has been done accidentally, not from me, though, by someone else in the building that got fired. Uh, So I just love to double-check that. It terrifies me. I think the station that I'm in is a digital radio station. I think it's Buddha, Buddha Radio. So it's a digital one and it plays chill out music. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I'm talking about my dick and it's over like chill out music? Let me like, let me see if we've got any chill out music in the system. Like what would it sound like if I was to accidentally go to air? Let me go here. What, what's chill out? Ah, oh, shit. I don't know what chill out music is. Let me go to YouTube. Okay, hold on. Um, let me just bring up my podcast ideas. Uh, I've only got two things written down. I did an audition, though. That's what I was hinting at last time. Of my audition. How was your audition? That's coming up. Stick around. Stay tuned. All of the cliched things to keep you listening longer. On complete drivel. Why am I not a voiceover artist? I'd make such a terrible voiceover artist. Okay, I'm just going into the internet to play some uh, chill out. Yeah, let's play some chill out music. Let's pretend I'm on Buddha Radio and YouTube. Is this the community? Yeah, YouTube. Well, pretend that I'm on Buddha. And this is what would happen if I was to accidentally go to bed. Like, this is how it would sound. I would get into. I wonder if I'd get fired. I probably would get a very strong talking to, and I'd never be allowed to record these podcasts here again. I don't think work knows I even have a podcast and that I record it with their million-dollar equipment. Okay, let's go. B-U-D-D, Buddha, chill out. I love Buddha Radio. Like, chill out lounge music. Oh, God, isn't it amazing? Chill out erotic Buddha lounge. What's erotic sound like? How do I do this? Here we go. Oh, no, there's an ad. I'm not playing. What's the ad? We'll take it. Oh, you're good. So good. He's the car whisperer. Get a free auto upgrade across the Golf, Polo and Jetta range with Volkswagen. Well, free auto upgrade if you're buying a Golf. There's a free plug there. Normally I charge $20,000 for that. Oh, oh yeah, like this is like Buddha Radio, right? 
Is it? Oh, like this. Oh, this is nothing like what a radio. But this is what it would be like. So you'd be listening. And you'd hear... Buddha Radio, tune in, chill out, playing Buddha music here on Buddha Radio. And then I would come in accidentally and it would be like this. Oh, is this on? I think my mic's on. All right, let's record it. Hello, my name's Christian Hull. This is Complete Drivel. Today we're talking about my penis. Penis, 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 vagina. Ooh, vaginas are gross. So I got an STD the other day and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I have a high-pitched whiny voice and you're trying to relax and chill out. Like that's how it would sound. And it would be, how much, like 20 minutes of that. Buddha Radio. Anyway, that was... um. It was well worth hanging around to listen for. Great. How much time have I filled on this podcast? Five minutes. Fifteen minutes of this absolute horseshit rubbish to go. All right, let me talk about my ABC audition. So I got a Facebook message. (gasps) I was on national TV. Oh, we'll talk about that too. Um, I I did an appearance on the morning show. Don't say the morning show. It's called Today Extra on Channel 9 with David Campbell and and Georgie Gardner. Oh, my God. Love them. Okay. Stick to the one story. Follow through. Focus. Okay. We're talking about ABC Audition. So I got a, a Facebook message from a casting agent. Oh, my God. I know. You know when you have those big moments? Like, I was walking down the street and a casting agent saw me and now I'm... Emma Bunton. Oh my God, why did Emma Bunton? Why is that name? Why would I, why of all celebrities to compare myself to, I'd said Emma Bunton from the Spice Girls. She was Baby Spice. I was thinking of the redhead one, Emma, who won an act, just won an Academy Award. Shit. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I'm Emma Stone and I bought a coffee and now I'm a Hollywood movie star. Like, you know those stories? I'm pretty sure she went to acting school and did everything, but you know, it's, it's like, you were discovered on the street. Like I've, This was my moment. I got a Facebook message from a casting agent and it read, Dear Christian, I am, I don't even know, I should bring it up. Should I bring it up? Oh, I can't be asked finding it. It was like, this is how I see it written in my head. Dear Christian, I'm a casting director for Bloody McBlarrington and I was wondering if you'd like to audition for the role in a new ABC comedy series drama thing. We're looking for someone Brad Pitt-esque and your name came up in a meeting. Are you interested? That's word for word exactly what was written. And I replied, I was like, whoa, yeah, I'm sort of interested, terrified at the same time. And I got a reply back. He forwarded me a script and it was just a couple of lines. It was a small one-episode role for, uh, can I say it? I'm going to say it. For the catering show. Now, if you're... Do yourself a favour. If you like my videos, you will absolutely lose your shit at the catering show. It is my favourite YouTube series. It then went on to ABC2 and iView, and now the two girls, Kate McCartney and Kate McClellan, who, uh, hence the Kate Turing show, isn't that funny, um, have written season three. And so I got a script and I was asked, would you read for the part of this sort of fashion not fashion it's like sort of interior decorator guy. And I was like, yes, I would love to be on that show. Anyway, I read the role. I read, remembered the lines. It was the first time I'd ever had to 
uh, remember a script because normally I just go in completely blind in my normal videos and just talk shit and then just all edit out most of it. Um, I do no, as you know, I do no preparation, I do no planning and that is also the same in my videos. I'll literally do no prep or planning. Um, this required a lot of preparation and planning and remembering and that was difficult. So I got, it was four pages, it was a four page script and I had to remember like a list of interior design things. What, what was it? Thanks, ladies. First up, let me introduce to you some key elements in this year's fall style. And then I had to list pine cones, seasuckle cushions, native. I can't, I don't know if I can read the whole thing, but I had to list all this stuff. So I did it and I was like, oh, I'll be a bit camp. You know, it's probably a, this casting guy, Nathan. Sorry, I remember his name. He was lovely. Nathan, is the casting director, had seen my video, so knew I was super gay and obviously gone, maybe they're going to angle for something camp and gay for this character. So I get my time and I get my location and it's oh, so handy. It's literally 400 metres from my front door of my house is where this casting agency is based. So I walk, I walk there. I have a nap for four hours um, to prepare. That was me preparing. And I get up and I, I get I go super early because I like to get to things early because I'm terrified something might happen. Like I know it's 400 metres away, but I might trip and fall, break my leg and go to the hospital. So if I leave early enough, I can allow for a trip and a fall and a break and a surgery. And then by the time that's finished, I'll be like, oh, I'm just a little late. And then I run or stagger bleeding to the audition, but I still make it because I've allowed for the time to break my leg. So I get there literally 45 minutes early from 400. I don't know why I thought it would take an hour to walk from my house to the audition place because it only takes two and a half minutes. So I get there 45 minutes earlier. I could have walked home, had a snack, come back and still be half an hour early. But I sat there on my phone and I went over my lines over and over and over and over. And I was like, okay. So they wanted me there at 5.45. So it's 5.40. I didn't want to be too early because, you know, it's really annoying when someone comes too early and not ready for them. You're like, oh, what, what do I do with you now? So I thought 5.40 was acceptable just in case I needed to be early, just like a little bit early, but not too early. So I get there and there's a sign at the front door. It says, uh, auditions for catering show. Please head upstairs to the waiting room. So I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to go upstairs and sit in a waiting room full of other people <gasps> auditioning for the role of Kevin. Okay. You know, I was going to walk in. I was expecting to see, like, because these two girls, or oh, I shouldn't call them girls. They don't like being called that. These two women, they're mums. They've got kids. They're just the funniest two people. I love them. So they are pretty well known in the Melbourne comedy circle. They've done stand up, they've done heaps of stuff. So I was picturing, like, most of their friends in the waiting room who were also, like, established comics, potentially. I get into the waiting room and I'm like, oh my God, everyone's going to look at me and they're going to be like, who are you and what the f are you doing here, you stupid moron? You're not worthy of auditioning for this role. So I'm walking up the stairs. Now, the, the place is like, it's like an old terrace house. So it's narrow, creaky floor. It's, it's a house converted into like an, an office. And I'm walking up this narrow staircase. It's carpeted. Really hard to subtly walk up there, um, you know, uh, reaffirming the fact that I may be overweight with every creak. Uh, sounds like the wood's going to break and I get to the top and it says waiting room one, waiting room two. Now, waiting room two was closed and waiting room one was open. And I was like, okay, take a deep breath in and exhale and go around the corner and just 
smile and nod and maybe you'll see someone you recognise. Maybe. Okay. And I walk in there. There was no one in there. Oh, thank Christ. No one was there. And I was like, okay, great. This isn't like how I pictured it in the movies. You know how there's, everyone's auditioning and they're all like ready to kill each other. There was no one. So I then, um, oh my God, sorry. There's a very famous person. Hold on. Um, oh my God. I don't know if they can hear me outside. Um, if you're Australian and you're into sport, Roy and HG just left the studio opposite me because they do a, a show on Triple M. Wow. They're like Australian royalty. And I'm hoping the speakers aren't on outside and they can hear this. Doesn't look like it. If you can hear me, give me a wave. No, they're standing there. Okay, great. Sorry, uh, completely sidetracked from... Okay, so I was auditioning. So... So I get in there, it's full of, it's like cane furniture, cane chairs around the wall and a couch. There's no one in there and it's it's a small room. So I sit down and I wait. Now I can hear the audition process going on for someone else. Um, And they're doing, they're reading for the same lines. And I was listening to them going, "Mm, mm, mm, not how I would do it. Um, And then, so they're thing sort of, that Nathan, the casting director, came out and was like, oh, Christian, welcome. No, I think they're going for a... Tim Gunn character from uh, America's Next Top Model. Now, let me see if I've got a video of Tim Gunn. He couldn't be more opposite from me. Um, you'll know him if you saw his photo. Tim, or you might know him if you've heard his voice. Because he's like he's like an asexual, uh, well, that's what he calls himself, um, very stern, no sense of humour, and very serious. Let me see. This is an interview with... Huffington Post. People who have moved into the fashion arena that, you know, a little bit un- unorthodox, I guess. Kanye West being one and his, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think of his latest collection? <sighs> well, I'm reminded of the words of a very dear friend of mine, the former editor-in-chief of Vogue, Grace Mirabella. I think they're a bunch of dumb clothes. This fashion that, arena that, oh, you know, uh, 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 stuff that up. Um, that's Tim Gunn. Like, yes, I'm very serious. You know, I'm reminded about the fashion. Like, that's, and I was like, Tim Gunn? Oh, I rehearsed this as a really super gay guy that just sounds exactly like me and I don't need to be a character. I can just be Christian because it's hard enough to remember lines and then try and morph those lines into a character. So this was the first time I'd ever rehearsed a script and it was bloody difficult. Okay, so he goes back into the other audition room and I can sort of hear the audition going on. Uh, and uh, this guy, he seemed pretty good. And anyway, he leaves. He was hot. He was really attractive. Um, and I was like, oh, hello. Do you want me to rehearse lines with you? Um, I can touch your line. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't say anything. He just walked past for half a second. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. All right, I'm going to have to go in. So I went in. And I met them and they were so lovely and they looked like they were a bit tired and they had already seen a million people and they just, you know, I just felt bad. I was like, no, I know, I know you probably hate this and I feel like I'm not going to be right for this role. So I'm just going to try and do this as best I can um, and then leave because I know, like I knew when he said, you know, Tim Gunn is the person they're going for. I was like, damn it, I couldn't, there couldn't be anyone more opposite for me. So they gave me the direction and I, it was, 
Oh, it wasn't too awkward. Like it was hard enough just to remember the lines, and they were really, really good. And they didn't care too much about the lines. It was more so about um, trying to be the character. <laughs> oh, and they said to me, oh, "A little yes, uh, a little less yelly." And I was like, "Yes, I can do that." I was very nervous, so I was talking like this. Hello, it's so lovely to meet you. <laughs> and it was clear I was like very nervous. Um, and then they explained to me Tim Gunn, and I was like, yes, I know who that is. I'll try and do that. And they were like, oh, just a little bit more deadpan, a little bit more like you don't care about us. And then I did that. And then I just, I don't, oh, I think I embarrassed myself because Tim Gunn has a deeper voice. Like I've got a high-pitched voice. Tim Gunn's very deep. And so I put on a deep voice. For some reason, I started, thanks, ladies, and blah, 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 and pine cones, seasucker cushions. And, oh, it was just embarrassing. And then I was like, do we need to do this again? Like, I know, you know, I'm not right for this part, even though I really want to work on your show because I love it. I love it so much. Please, can I just do something where I don't have to remember any lines and I can just be, like, something? <sighs> anyway, I haven't heard back from them. Actually, let's check my Gmail. Maybe I have. Let's go and see how my audition went. Gmail. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. It's from Nathan. <gasps> oh no way, I got the role. Shit. No, I didn't. I haven't got an email back. I just wanted to, in that moment, make you believe that I had the role. And I didn't. That was amazing. Anyway, do I have anything else to add to this podcast? No. Oh, apart from Beyonce's mum is telling jokes now. Have you seen her? She tells corny jokes and they are the greatest thing in the world. She just like films herself on her phone and then uploads them. And what was the one she did the other day? Why was the strawberry? Oh, shit. Why was the strawberry sad about his parents? Because they were in a jam. I don't. Ha 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 ha. Oh, my. God, it's really embarrassing. Anyway, oh, it's only 18 minutes. I've got to fill two minutes. Let me hit pause and I'll come back with something. I've got to end with something. Maybe I'll end with a song. Oh, no. Uh, I forgot to mention I was on TV. So I did a national TV. Oh, God. It was a big week. So I was asked by Channel 9. Uh, God. Is this podcast just full of me doing half sentences and then saying, um, ah, trying to remember stuff? Because there's nothing more infuriating than listening to someone try and tell a story with long pauses in the middle because they have a terrible memory. I feel like that is 99.4865% of these podcasts because my memory is so bad. Anyway, let me try and tell you the story. Let me try and do this. I'm going to focus and not say um or ah. So I was asked to go on the, uh, I can't call it the morning show because there is a Channel 7 show called The Morning Show and this is called Two Day Extra. So it's it's after the breakfast TV show. Two day. Uh, oh, damn it, I said it. Oh, I almost said it again. <laughs> this is so difficult. So I got through the first half of the story, now to the middle part of the story. Okay, so, uh, oh, that's it. Even so, so is what I use to replace um with. Ugh, this is so irritating. 
My manager calls me and says, Christian, do you want to do two-day extra? I was like, yes, totally. So, oh, I'm just, okay, I'm giving up on trying not to do that. Uh, <coughs> uh, oh, I can say, um, thank God. So I go and I'm doing the cross uh, and I get into, when was it? Wednesday was, uh, when's this podcast going up? Oh, I don't bloody know. Anyway, it was on a Wednesday. So I get there, uh, call time of 10.45 for an 11.15 cross. And the show's based in Sydney and I'm in Melbourne. So I get to the studio and I'm waiting there. Um, and they have a se- Channel 9 have a secret door entranceway. Oh, so clever. So if they have like big famous celebrity guests, you're like, where's the door for them to go in and out of? Right. And so I got to reception and I was like, oh, just, um, can you please let the floor manager, John, know that I'm here for my today extra cross. So I get there and, um, he's, please have a seat, sir. Please have a cert, madam. I'm like, mm, I'm a man and I won't, don't want to have a cert. I can't talk. I just can't talk today. So I'm sitting there and I just thought the lifts would, you just go up to channel nine. And anyway, I'm sitting there, sitting there watching TV, just on this wall. So it's like this black, looks like it's tiled wall. And it's a corner wall. So there's TVs on one side and then the other side is just this bit. It's huge. It's like a two-story wall. Like There's nothing on it. It's just two stories of wall. Massive wall. And so I'm watching the TVs. I'm watching the show that I'm going to be on. I'm like, oh, my God, doing some Snapchats. I'm going on TV. And this guy walks up to this scanner, which is sort of just in the corner. And I'm like, What's he, gonna, what's he doing? Where's the door? So he scans this scanner and the entire wall opens up like something from Indiana Jones. So the, like, the wall is huge. It's a two-story wall. It's massive and it's a good like 10 metres wide and like 20 metres high. Maybe over-exaggerating that. But it was this massive, massive, massive wall. And it just opens like silently. It's a secret entranceway. I mean, I don't think it's too secret because it's at reception and it's a huge door. So when you see it open, you know it's open. And I looked into it and there was the set of Kids WB, which is a TV show on Channel 9. Uh, and they were getting ready to film something. And then I saw Shane Crawford, who's the host. I was like, oh, my God, can I please be on Kids? Can Trish go on Kids WB, please, 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 please. And then I'm waiting. And then, okay, so then John comes out and I get ushered up into what I'm assuming is going to be the most lavish set, two-day extra and two-day show, is like a pretty high-rating show for Channel 9. And I thought it was going to be this amazing, like, oh, I'm in heaven set. And John, who was a full manager, was so lovely. And he goes, all right, are you ready to go into the cupboard? I was like, oh, John, hold up, mate. Let me get my cross out first and then we can have sex in the cupboard. Like, I'm all for it. Um, and so I get ushered into this room and it is so, it's, it's literally like the studio I'm in is uh, like a, like a bit of the size of a bedroom. This was the size of an actual cupboard. Like he was not joking. It was a decent walk-in wardrobe size and it had this, the camera and then a chair and then behind it was a massive TV with Melbourne skyline on it. So I sat in front of it and I put in my earpiece and I felt like Mariah Carey. Uh, actually, no, it didn't feel like that. Okay, that's a bad example. Uh, and and then it was I just had to sit there and watch a bunch of infomercials. And then um, the host came and they're like, "Hey, Christian, how are you?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm weeing my pants right now." 
And they're like, all right, you'll be on in five. And then the producers are like, oh, Christian, can you hear me? I'm like, yes, yes, I can. They're like, all right, we just need you to stare straight down the barrel of the camera and smile. And so I did that for like two minutes because at any moment they can like cross to you and you've got to be ready and you can't look bored. Um, but as you'll see in my footage on my YouTube channel or on Facebook, I was not smiling. I was terrified. And the look on my face, oh, just that's the one thing I regret about the cross is that I look... If, if I just had looked a little bit more excited and a little less terrified, things would have gone much better. So anyway, um, they launched their cross, um, and I'm trying to be happy and appear to be happy when I am shitting my pants. Uh, and they cross to me, and then we do the thing, and then suddenly it's all over, and then I'm out the door and I'm done. And I'm like, yes, that was amazing. I can't believe I did that. And then I got lots of text messages. Oh, my God, I just saw you on TV. I'm like... Please, if you're going to talk to me, can you do it through my management? I don't talk to commoners anymore. I'm above you. Please piss off. And that was from my mum. And then I did it and it was amazing and it was fun. Uh, But I don't know if I'd... I'd totally do it again. But I just... uh, I wouldn't... I don't want to ever do, like, scripted TV stuff. I hated that from my audition. I did not like learning a script. I did not feel free. I didn't feel free to do my stuff. It was very limiting. And then the cross for TV, yeah, it was good. But I'm pretty much set doing my own trish shit. I was, yeah. I don't have any desire to do anything other than work on the Today Fan Breakfast Show and do my trish shit. Yay, I'm over time. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's pick a random song here and I will sing us the tune. Let me bash the keypad and see what happens. Ooh, that's not a song. Let's bash it again. I'll do it! Off Pete's sake, you piece of shit. Sorry, this is... Oh, oh my God, I just scrolled. Oh! Oh my God! You are going to love the song that I just... I literally... There's... How many songs are there? Tw- 13... Oh, shit, there's 133. We have 133,000 songs in the system. And this is the random one I scrolled to. And then it came up on my page. Oh, my God. Okay, it's going to play us out and we're going to sing. I have to play the whole thing because I don't know how to skip to the chorus. Here we go. To end episode number 44. I don't know the episode number. Please welcome this most amazing song. Oh my god, now for copyright reasons I can only play like six seconds at a time. You know the one I'm talking about? Hold on, I'm just going to wait for the chorus to come in and then we'll sing together and then I'll push stop. Um, I don't know how to speed it up. Here we go. Oh my god, I love this song so much. Why do I feel like I've played this before? Here we go. There's got to be more to life and chase it down every Copyright reasons. If you know the words to that, I'm very impressed. Thank you so much. See you next time. (laughs) I'm waving, but you can't tell. I'm actually waving. I'm actually legitimately waving. I could have just not waved and said it.